Thank you for listening to the Other Side of Sports podcast, representing the DMV. Be sure to subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube at OSS TV. Look, we need your support, so please do us a favor and make sure you leave a comment and give us a rating. Thank you. Now on to our show. <laughs>
Yeah, I watched that. Yeah, I seen that, Joe. Oh, that Joe out of control, dog. That Joe completely out of control. What are they doing, yeah? They got that, that uh, big cat bordello going on. What, what's it? it just, these people are out of control, dog. That lady crazy. Yeah, dog. I, I, I ain't really mess with her at all. And whole time, I don't know if I'm missing something, but I'm like, I'm trying to see where they had all this evidence to have this bad man in jail like that. And then how the other, how the other dudes ain't really in jail because it ain't really like they said they cooperated. It's like this dude is talking about he was going on his way to like kill her or whatever, but yet he ain't do no time in jail. He ain't had no, no you know what I mean? Like I, that joint is confusing to me, dog. They said they did a rack of funny business with the editing though, so it might just be <laughs> that. Yo, the it looked like had three teeth. The he got a full set of teeth, but they didn't even edit none of the, the footage with him having teeth in the whole document. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. But you know, he probably got that joint off that. That was off the Netflix blow up, dog. No, nah, like, no. Nah, right. He said he been had the teeth and they got a lot of footage with it. Cause I guess it was over a long period of time, but they just decided nah, nah, nah. you know they got checks. They got checks. They had to get checks for this. Oh, but but did, did, did she did she murk her husband though? Yes, I, I think yes. she did. Bro. <laughs> yes, I think she did. Yeah. She fed him to the to the uh, to the tiger, yeah, Tony uh, the tiger. She gave who, him to Tony. Let me ask you a question: Whoever writes in their real, if I disappear, that's like, what I'm saying. That? That was no, one yeah, that. no one writes that. Yeah. <laughs> That was oh, definitely funny It was like that that lawyer language that's like very specific and it's like right. yeah. Dog, she didn't even have a funeral for the man. I no, right, no, yeah. no candlelight visual. No, no weight. Nothing. Just nothing. Five years and a day to the disappearance file for the uh, death certificate. Right off the like immediate. <laughs> she you know had what I'm How long she had to wait? Though? That's like you know what I'm saying. She had it. Yeah, like she had that calendar up. You know, with Bama's be marking off the days like they like they in the pen or whatever. You know, plus plus it's also funny that if if somebody disappeared, you don't know what happened to them. You're gonna be like put in a search party and like some people never give up looking for someone that. Spouse, you know they yeah. have yeah right. spouse and stuff. So so the fact that she just she gave up off break was just like hey, nah we're not looking yeah. for the bomb. She just, cashing in. She cashing in. Yeah, she, yeah, she 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 dirty the whole she time. Dirty. And I know y'all seen it off the break. Like <laughs> even before they start talking about uh you know um basically what she was doing or what her agenda is and and immediately you see the people petting and doing the same stuff i'm like how like yeah. i'm confused as <laughs> to what's the name exactly. yeah, like, I, I was, and it's I'm, worse she, she just spun it she just spun it That's she know it. she spun it in her favor she got with peter put them at her back and then dog said, on top of and that and then the breadsticks obviously coming from her husband dog, she wasn't even starting from there but she yeah. wasn't even paying Bamas. That's the worst part. I mean, the other ones were getting a hundred dollars. She gave t shirts. She gave them red, green, blue t shirts. Yeah, level t shirts. Yeah, right, right. Like a like a karate yeah, belt. You know? yeah. Yeah. yeah, you a black belt. He said the karate belt. She turned it show. That is the ultimate Ponzi scheme, dog. Tiger Dojo out here. She made that Joe a money marketing scheme. Dog. Oh, but with no kickbacks. It's not. Also, what about what about your man? Uh, what, what was the dude name? The dude Joe from Exotic? Vegas, the nah, not Joe Exotic. The other man. Nah, he's came talking about the Batman. Oh, oh, the bread from Vegas. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Got, they got him. Yeah, they got him. Man, <laughs> Batman was leasing the bread. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, you know what I mean. He sold him a dream. He sold him a dream. 
No, no yeah, that drum was all a setup. He, yeah, they were all, all getting. But he, but he, he was turning out straight dudes though. I'm this dude was no turning more. out straight men. I, I never that, heard of that before. Like men no more. Before, yeah, that's why, dog. Dog, they got enamored, dog. They see the big cats, and then they mind going to a vortex. <laughs> 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 that's, just, that's just how it went down. It, it, it was the big cats and the meth, dog, and the meth and the blow. The, the, yeah, the, yeah. Like all of them yeah. along with the and big then, cats, and, dog. And, 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 and unfortunate sir. Circumstances, cause you know, dog. Yeah, the babies eating expired meat out the oh, back of the truck. Oh my god! Digging through it, rummaging through the meat. Yeah, oh, it was beyond me. I couldn't oh, believe it. I said, "This babies eating expired." The meat, meat John was crazy. And then your man, though, the, the Bama off his Russian roulette, dog. That joint was crazy. Like, yeah, you see just looking at him and in a flash, and he ain't know whether the joint was. I was, I'm like, damn, he just watching it that long? Like, you, I'm sure his blood is leaking from this Batman head, dog. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I didn't know that it was real or he was playing. <laughs> That's crazy to see, though. I can't imagine, like, you know. blow him. his head off. You know, yeah, nice yeah. What's crazy uh, about losing body parts is the youngin in the beginning that lost her took arm. Took her arm off oh, and yeah. break city. And then she was it like. It went back to work the same week. The same week. I got to do it for the tiger. Nah, nah. Yo, huh? If I got a that sore throat, I'm at least miss a couple of days, yeah. She came back the same oh, yeah, week. And she was, and she was yeah. extra calm with it too, dog. Yes, like they had to was. blur that the little, but you could still see the little kind of mangled from the arm. And I'm like, yeah. oh, she's just calm as a mom. I'm like, dog, that is wild. Her arm looked like Benny off of a uh, total recall, but he pulled his arm out like a <laughs> head. Oh, oh, man. Oh, shit. Y'all watch Ozark? So let me say this, John. This is not a spoiler. This is not none of that. Season one, Vicious. Season two was good. Season three was great. But the thing about season three that's different. No, let me just tell you why it's great. Because the acting, the level of acting and emotion, emotion yeah, that was yeah, driven they in season they, three, I could get you they that. did by my son. Yo, I thought I was in Ozark in the season three. <laughs> I was like, yeah, hold on. <laughs> you got to watch your back, dog. Get out of oh, here, buddy. Yeah. I'm like, I'm screaming at the TV. And, yo, that jump, man, phenomenal. Phenomenal. You know, my wife a therapist, so the little, you know, the whole... whole you know, backstory, not giving nothing away, but that that joke took it up an, another notch, you know? Uh Joe phenomenal. What, what, what uh, episode uh you you at currently, Aaron and D? I'm on episode nine of season one. Oh, you oh, yeah. oh you the whole series you I never heard of it, dog, until like oh, four days man. ago. Oh man. I, I watched the first two seasons when they first came out because it was that Right, great. right. Like yeah, the yeah, first right. episode captured me in season one. I was like, yo, this show on fishes and I Right, I mean, right, right, right. But I yeah, it's a fast pace breaking bad though. It's breaking it bad on steroids though. So damn. This man, Aaron, you gonna you gonna have to ramp that joint up in the next week though. <laughs> I'll be caught up by the next show. <laughs> All right. Bet yeah, Insecure comes back April twelfth. At least we're gonna have something. That that'd be uh, we kinda watched that episode by episode. So 
Right, right, right. That, and they, that's, and, that's and was this? Did they take two years off or a year? Did they, I think it was over a year. Yeah, it's been over a year. I feel like it's been a minute since we've been talking about that joint. Yeah, but yeah, nah. I mean, they coming out with the uh, MJ documentary early. They pushed it up to April nineteenth, so they know that people at home because of Corona. So they're like, right. we just gonna drop the jump. So the viewership that comes be, out. It was already gonna, gonna be crazy. Yeah. So imagine that. That's gonna be on ESPN. Like, that's gonna be on ESPN, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ESPN have is suffering right now, bro. They suffering. Nah, nah. It's basically nah. like uh, like how the how the OJ joint was. It's just that length, oh, okay. of like thirty for thirty years oh, okay. type joint. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. All right, yeah, young. I'm trying. I'm trying to see all of it. I'm trying to see all of it for sure. Uh, been on Boosie Live? Nah, dog. <laughs> I can't go on that. That's what I'm saying, bro. I can't go on it. I can't go on it. That man got the only fans on his IG account, dog. He got crazy. No, a thousand dollars get people that act a fool, dog. Yeah, nah, nah. I heard y'all. It's all dog. He's an idiot. Don't listen to this. He's an idiot. Listen, Batman's already. You know the other meme they got out with the uh, the meme with with the dude like I guess he texting his girlfriend or something like that, and they oh, have yeah, all these yeah, different yeah. captions. Them jokes are out of control. So, I mean, you know when people got time on their hands, young, the creativity just going to spin out of control. So it's it's a wild it's a wild wild west right now, um, and. It, yeah, you know the you know the big the big joint that I've seen a few times was. Was uh you know the whole uh joint where they were talking about the uh the boyfriend would be mad? He like, oh, you talking about Cuz that did the flip challenge? Like basically oh, yeah, saying that dudes ain't the gangster, the gangster the the they doing the yeah the, the flip challenge or whatever. Like I'm supposed to be scared of that dude. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? yeah, nah, so, but they got they they got a they got a bunch of them jumps, Jeff. Though it's like I seen like ten, eleven of them jumps. Okay, okay. They get more creative every time too. Right, right, right. More creative. Um. All right, let's get into this question of the day. Question of the day comes in. It says, I'm black, Hispanic, born and raised in uh, the U.S. And my husband is white, born and raised in the Midwest of the U.S. And we we have been together for roughly five years living in NYC. My brother-in-law is also white and lives in NYC. And is quite honest, I've never really been a fan of his. Over the, over the years, he has made some racially insensitive remarks here and there. One time, about two years ago at Christmas, he received a pair of Jordans from his parents. And, and in his thank you, he said, these are what black people oh, wear. What are you talking about, man? In the early stages of my husband and I dating, my brother-in-law was dating a person of color and used the word colored. What? Um, but recently, uh, my brother-in-law and husband were playing a video game on FaceTime. And my white brother-in-law yelled, dude, that's my what? N-word. He, he knew I was in the room 100% because, as I said, they were on FaceTime. I've talked to my husband about this previ- his previous comments before, and his general stance is that his brother's ignorant and he doesn't mean anything by the comments. My husband has said that he knows his brother uses the N-word and has asked him not to use it around him and by extension of me. I don't know if I'm overreacting or if I should say something. My husband seems to think that I shouldn't say anything to him about it, but I think I should say something. What are your thoughts? Don't ask me a dumb question you know the answer to. Yeah, I mean, I think I think she should definitely say something. 
because he clearly he clearly not getting the job done. Yeah. So you know what I mean. He's saying he talked to him, but obviously he it's like he don't he don't have no respect for you. Like even if he didn't have it for me, it's like he as his brother, like him coming to you man to man and asking you not to use that word, and then he's still doing it. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm the type of person that I would say something, you know, uh, because it's yeah, like, he yo, pushing, he pushing the boundaries. Yeah. You know, he yeah, knows he what he's doing. the boundaries. He know what he's doing. Yeah. Nobody just make a mistake and say it. So he definitely <laughs> using it because he did, wanted Did you. the letter say that he, that he, that he also dated a person that was black? The brother-in-law? Yeah. Say he like, was messing with somebody make, who was. That don't even make sense. Like, you know what I mean? Like how. How could this person uh, date him and he have this type of character? Like, well, maybe they're not I, dating they anymore. No, nah, yeah. I mean, I, like, they might not be dating. I'm assuming they're not dating anymore. But I'm like, even for it to be in a position where he was dating, you know, a person, a black person, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the fact that he would say colored and he would be like, like mm-hmm. no, like come on, man. like it, that, like that joint is kind of. It's just weird, yeah. You know? But that empowered him I guess to say it, it freely because he thinks. But, co- I, but color, though, but co- I, I dated them. I don't. I dated colors, dog. I'm not racist. But, like that's. But, oh, but, you're but, you're saying, but saying the word color, it'd be one thing if a, a person think like they of the culture and they dropping an the M bomb and they and with the A at the end of the zone and things. Like, of course, obviously you like hold fall back, but it's like they thinking they cool like they in. But hitting like the color joint, like you got to be in the sixties. Yeah. 70s, cause it, that's right. an old term, dog. <laughs> nah, yeah. no, people that use that joint, dog. Like white right. people, a lot of them from the Midwest, where they're not around black people and they only see them on TV. They really yeah. don't know like what words to use. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. Confused, you don't think it exists, but the joint does, dog. No, but I, I, still, I think that that joint is just like a cop out in today's society to be like, I don't know what you. So you mean to tell me you never seen anything on TV where a person say African American or black? Like that, that like it's nowhere on TV that you watch and they refer to a black person as color. So I like the fact that you say, the "Oh, movies they watch and the songs they listen to." Probably still, <laughs> right. I was talking about music from ninety six, ninety seven. They listen to music from the fifties, sixties. You watching Duck dog. Dynasty, dog? You're not seeing. Dog. <laughs> dog, dog, you gotta do. You want to get him to stop using it? Just bring him around so, a crowd of black people and then encourage him. How stupid would I be to do that? I didn't say you That's were holding. stupid, guys. I didn't. Is this camera on me? Yes. That's stupid. Use your common sense. Go ahead, say what you were saying the other day. <laughs> and then watch the pause get put on him. <laughs> yeah, you definitely got to put him in an uncomfortable situation to see how he... Like, what did you, you say? Know, That's yeah, your man? You know, he doesn't say that around, man. That's right. You already know. You know. Yeah, you, you already know. know. You no, know. no. And then, and then you call him out on it. You be like, you're a fraud. <laughs> Next time you're on Xbox Live, you're going to do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I, I, yeah, you got to say something. Go ahead, talk to him, because I mean, clearly your husband, he's just not a good middleman. Try to whatever. He doesn't bother I mean, the husband, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But you, but he doesn't. You, he doesn't. You he know how the same brother. But 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 Aaron, like in a situation like that, like like you're not married, but obviously you you still understand. Like obviously dating young is like. If something bothers them, I mean, it might be more so when you're married, but like if something bothers them in turn, it's like that joint's a problem for you. You know what it I mean? Should be. Even, it should it's be. Not like it's not. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's and what I'm saying. Time, even with us, like certain stuff that we feel like is stupid and, uh, and like certain issues that women may have, we be like, man, that's stupid. And you kind of dismiss it. Like right. to him, it's probably the same thing. Like it's not that big a deal. He said it with the A on the end. You know what I mean? You know how they think. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, yeah. You Just say something before you get married. This is part of the process. You marry somebody's yeah. family, though. I think I think the only the only uh, white people that kind of drop it like confidently and they like whatever what it's like they legitimately grew up in like around mm-hmm. black people probably also in the inner city. You know what I mean? But like, other than that, like, no, uh, no other white person t- truly feel comfortable using it. Like, just in a, on a general basis. Meaning, like you said, if you were to put them in a situation setting them up, they not gonna do it then. Yeah, you say that, I was uh, when I was at Bowie or whatever. They had this uh, white dude who used to play on a basketball team. Bama was nice. He was giving Bama fifty and everything. He, he, he oh, grew okay. up in Baltimore though. So during the games, this is at HBCU. He would be calling right. Bama's and saying nigga. the rest is telling the coach like y'all gotta stop him from doing this like uh, <laughs> a brouhaha or something about this joint but like right, he literally right. said it just like he was like one of us you know what I mean right like, right right yeah so, nah and that, but like you said if you outside of those environments it's definitely everybody not gonna take to it that well but again like right. those Especially people they, they don't gonna, know you. yeah right, they gonna, they your eyebrows know. gonna get raised though yeah if they don't know you for sure yeah so but it's just we live in a society now, young, where them bamas be saying it like, and they think it's okay, you know, because of rap music and you know, and coming up with it and stuff like that. They they think that like it's okay to drop that joint, and most of the time, the the younger generation ain't really stopping them or correcting them because they aren't saying it with the er. Like that's how they're looking at it, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, hey, it is what it is. Uh, the younger generation is is, is a little different. Uh, on to some sports, NFL news. Before we get into the news, though, Trent Williams, did y'all hear the uh, interview with Trent Williams' uh, agent and uh, 106.7 fan, Grand Danny? Wow. So, so I'll just say this. I, I, I understand where Trent is coming from um, in this whole situation, but I also understand where, where the Redskins essentially are coming from in this whole situation. And after listening to that whole his his uh his agent and some of the rationale he was trying to use for why they should either release or trade Trent Williams away, I just was not I just didn't buy it. What he was trying the, the what he was trying to spin. First he talked about the injury that that I guess got unreported by the by the Redskins that was a life or death situation and how, you know, when everything changed over, they got the new regime in, and then the new regime, they were like more concerned about courting other players, you know, Greg Olson and other ex uh, Panther players before actually reconciling with uh, Trent Williams. The agent said that they had no discussion for 45 days from the time when Rivera took over the team, that they didn't even speak to Trent Williams. And I was like, that. I don't know who to believe in that situation because I, I think every interview that Ron Rivera had from the first day on, he was asked about Trent Williams. And I, I don't have a, the, the, the videotape or the audio from it, but I'm pretty sure he said that he had spoken to Trent. So I, I don't know if that happened, if it didn't happen. But nonetheless, the agent is claiming that 
they should release Trent Williams um, and give him the opportunity if they really respected him to like actually pursue another team. And then he he used Cam Newton as his reference to making that statement. And that's where I was like, come on, bro. Like, stop. Like, that's nah, a, the rationale behind that is not is not the same. It's two different situations. And the Panthers were not showing respect to Cam Newton by cutting him. They actually were disrespecting him because they brought on another quarterback before the week before they cut him. So I just don't I, I don't know what he was trying to do there. Uh, I, there isn't a situation. He was saying that the, the Redskins receive offers, you know, and they were turning him down. And so the props to the interviewers, they were asking, what, you know, what do you think is is decent compensation for him? Their agent, smart enough to know that that was a, uh, uh, they were walking him down the wrong aisle. So he was like, he didn't really say anything. He was just saying that teams called him personally and said, the Redskins don't know what they're doing. You know, what do they think they're going to get for him or whatever like that? So basically saying that what the Redskins were asking for was outlandish and that they weren't going to be able to get it. I'm not at this point. What is Trent? If you're on another team and you need a left tackle, what is the highest draft pick that you're going to be willing to give up? How old is he again? 32. 32. Coming off a year, he didn't play. Had the, had the injury. I mean, not that this this would go into my decision making if I'm running the team. The 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 do the type of injury he had was could potentially lead him to not playing at all. So the agent said a new deal wasn't necessarily a part of the thing, but I know that's probably a part of it too. If he gets released, then they can negotiate a new deal and then you know what I'm saying get the money that they're trying to look for to get. If he gets traded, that's a different scenario. So um, he said that they negotiated deals already with these other teams, and then when it came for the Redskins to come up with the compensation part, that's where the breakdown was happening. So he okay. said at least two teams they already negotiated the contract, so that's not the issue. It's the compensation. Yeah. So I, that's what I'm asking. I'm saying, what is the compensation in which you think the Skins should say yes? Because if I'm the Skins, I'm trying to get the most for the least. That's the the. That's what business is. You try to get the most for the least. So I'm going to say, all right, Trent Williams is still a viable tackle in this league, and I'm going to at least try to get a second. But if teams are only offering third and fourth, of course those teams are going to call the agent and be like, yeah, the Redskins are tripping. We're not giving more than a third or a fourth. Like, if they don't take that, they're not going to get any deal. And, of course, the agent is going to be like, well, they're trying to hamstring us to the to the team because that's what it sounded like to me. Like, the, the, the agent was on the radio to try to paint the Redskins negatively to try to force their hand to get them to just cut ties at at anything. I agree with that's what he was trying to do, get them to just cut them instead of trade them. But you basically are doing the same thing that the radio station was doing, where you're just basically hypothetically throwing out, he would not answer that question on what the compensation was. Okay. Like, and so they're trying to spin it like, you know what I mean, one way because they're acting like they're not getting what they wanted. But at the same time, you don't dictate the market when it's a trade market in the NFL. The market is what somebody's willing to offer you. So right. you can play that game all you want, but then everybody's going to be crying come training camp and come the season when it's all this bad blood. And why didn't we just take care of this before? It's business as usual. Like, you got to make up your mind. Like, if the relationship is broken, then get rid of it. You should have got the one last year you offered, but you didn't do that. So you, mm-hmm. you don't get to decide what the market is. Like, this is not what this is. Mm-hmm. 
so you're saying from the team standpoint, they're trying to they're trying to basically retroactively milk what they they could have got before, right? And that's right. where the impasse is happening. Okay, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I mean, I, I yeah, and, yeah, I, and I, I don't know, know what the middle ground is. You're not getting one or two. Yeah, you're not getting the one or two. Like the earliest I could maybe see would be a three, and that probably depends on like how close a team maybe thinks they are to uh, you know to being like a top team, and they just missing. They feel like they missing that offensive line, uh, man. But I mean, yeah, you definitely not getting the one or two. The three is the highest you, I believe you could hope for, somewhere between three to five, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. So the the it's rumored that the Minnesota Vikings are looking to trade for uh, Trent Williams and is a possible trade contender for 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 Trent. I don't know if Kirk Cousins been in their ear or whatever, but I, I mean that's a potential place. They are, but they 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 can cut some. They can they, there's talks that they may cut their current left tackle to try to clear some space oh. to bring Trent on and stuff like that. So I mean, if that's the case, then you you make it happen. I mean. The the other scenario, which I don't want to play out, is that they keep Trent because they're yeah. not getting what they want, and then you end up having him again for another season where he doesn't play or, you know, it's not. That would or so they wait until after the draft and end up with a five or something next year instead of a draft pick for this coming draft. So mm-hmm. right. the draft is, this, what, next month? Yeah. Within the next 30 yeah. days. This month. Yeah, this month. Well, tomorrow, yeah, starting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's the, this month, April, yeah. so yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know what this Trent Williams situation is going to play out like, uh, but I, I think something needs to happen sooner than later because it's just dragging out. And I get them wanting him to be released. I just don't foresee that happening. But I also, on the other end, like you guys say, I don't I don't foresee him, the Redskins, getting a two or one compensation back for him. So I don't I don't know where, where the middle ground is and if they, if they can find a middle ground uh, in this situation. Ain't no football anyway, don't, don't even know. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Uh, Demarius Randall uh, could could join Landon Collins in Washington. Rumor. I like I like that. I like Demarius Randall. I like it. Uh, James Conner in the last year, final year of his contract. Um Still has made draft the running back again. They just they just throw away running backs like it ain't nothing. They don't care. Um, apparently the draft is still happening though, according to Roger Goodell. He, Corona yeah, or not, right. that joint. But it it's, it probably just be the players though in that joint. I'd imagine. Yeah. You know, as few people as possible. The- this should be all. Well, yeah, you right, you right. Oh, that yeah. definitely could be. This that, like a yeah. video game. This y'all gonna be fantasy football, dog. Bama's is gonna. <laughs> and they gonna call Bama's and have him on a little Skype or something, but it's not. They gonna have to. Yeah, it's not gonna be the same. But everybody gonna watch. It's gonna be the highest. Yeah, draft. but they, yes, but the thing is, they still got the they have the capabilities to do it though. Fantasy football has prepared us for this, dog. So, so they can definitely do it. It's it's no question that they can do it. But I mean, yeah, without question. And the thing is, if if they do it, you got to realize that'll be the only sports. Period. So you know that zone's gonna have super high ratings, bro. That's the only sports that you go watch is the draft. 
No yeah, basketball, yeah, yeah. no baseball, no hockey, no golf, yeah. nothing else. Just the draft, bro. So they gotta. Yeah. I see them trying to capitalize on this platform. They trying to capitalize. Lone soldier, bro. They the lone soldier. You gotta peep the game right now. That's what it is. Yeah. Nah, facts all the way. They they doing. They pulling a fast one. Uh, 2020 wide receiver prospects. Now let me just tell you, uh-huh. so this might this might be this might be the best wide receiver uh, crop ever. Oh my gosh, man! Guys are gonna fall too because there's so much talent. Oh, this show has cookers. It has cookers in it. Like, I, there's at least four dudes that all are bona fide cookers in my opinion, and then there's at least seven that. All could potentially be bona fide cookers, right. um, but we are gonna start. So he excited, bro. He's excited. So look, wide receivers has a place close to my heart, dog. You know what I'm saying? It has That's a place close to my heart. So all right, so let's just start with the, the cream of the crop, dog. Jerry Judy, to me, to me, and some could argue that. You know what I'm saying? There's others in his draft that are better than him, which I cannot dispute based on the visual evidence. But when I'm saying, like, I think is the best of this crop, Jerry Judy, to me, is the best of out of, out of everybody. Like, when you talk about complete, you talk about hands, you talk about uh, just ability to get open, route running, even blocking downfield, you know, uh, the moves, shakes, all, all of the above, this dude is off the charts. Um, even has speed. Uh, he's not the fastest guy in this crop, but that's enough. he definitely, I mean, everybody's fast. Everybody's fast in this, this, this crop, and that's what makes it difficult. But to me, my comparison for Jerry Judy is Devontae Adams. So that's that's my comparison. I, I kind of put him in that that, that space. How, how tall is Devontae Adams? Like 6'3", 6'4"? Is he that tall? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jay Judy, 6'1 and a half. See, the difference between, to me, him and Devontae Adams is Judy is a more of a finesse receiver. He's strictly finesse. Like, he doesn't... He's not that guy that's going to be He's not a possession like, receiver. It's not cool. react after the catch, like, shake a bam off and then... Like C.D. Lamb, it's not that. I think C.D. Lamb might be closer to Devonta Adams, just to me. Than, uh, just, by the way, Judy. he plays with the physicality, where Jerry Judy is just purely just a silky smooth route runner. Like he does all those good things really well, and it's just a finesse guy at the end of the day. And that's not a knock on him. That's just his play style, and he gets his yak based on getting open, coming off his routes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm getting those yak yards. That's why I look. He's a different. He gets yak yards different than how C.D. Lamb gets yak yards. Let's put it like that. He gets right. it more off a shake and juking you, where C.D. Lamb gets it more off a strength and power. Like, right. so it's a different, Yeah. Have you out of the years we've been watching this, and even before, you know, we used to watch stuff. Have you ever seen a better route runner than Jerry uh, than uh, Jerry Judy? Out of the tape that you watch. It'd be tough to say there is. Oh, so, the Batman can get open. That's the key. And to yeah, me, route running, and route running works in any scheme, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's seen. a fact. He's as close to AB as I've ever seen out of any of these young receivers coming up. 
just from yeah. where I was. And you and you got to think, AB AB still developed to that level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like like you said uh, he coming out off the break. I mean, probably in players coming out of college, you probably have to go back to another Alabama dude and um, uh, what's his name, Cooper. In terms of route running, Mark, coming yeah, straight Cooper. into the yeah. league, yeah. yeah. You know, um, and, and what's the other guy that Atlanta has that they got? Calvin Ridley. That's Ridley. Ridley. Yeah, yeah, Ridley. So, yeah. so it's like these the Alabamas. Correct. So they're all known to have route running. Like that's just kind of it seems like the pedigree of a wide receiver coming out of Alabama, out of that right. program. You got to know how to mm-hmm. run the routes, not just two routes, like the whole tree. And that's right. what makes yeah. him great. Um, oh. The only thing sometimes he, 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 he as good as he is, sometimes he has like those concentration drops. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, come on, man, you know you can catch that pass if you just focus. You know, like little stuff like that. And a lot of it's like nitpicking. He doesn't have a, l- a lot of power. You know what I'm saying? He's not gonna out muscle you or out block you. He's just, he would juke you. He would juke you. That's it. You need him to wear like. No, yeah. So yeah, nah, I, I I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, and next person on the on the list, CD Lamb. Yeah. Um, a monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and and I mean for comparison, I guess you could say he's like Devonte Adams in a sense from that aspect of being able to like kind of push through tackles. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, route yeah. running is good. Physicality. Yeah. Yeah, no. He didn't get his grown man body yet. So in the two to three years, though, right, right, he's only one like one ninety eight, just under two hundred pounds, six two. So like like Aaron said, once yeah, he gets yeah. that grown man strength, you already know it's 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 gonna make him even a better player. Yeah, yeah. and and right there, like one or two, you can't go wrong. They both gonna be stars at the next level, in my opinion. Yeah, um, it just depends upon what they, you want in a wide receiver. You know, yeah, it just depends this. on what you want. But they both can get it done. Right. Um, depending on what scheme you run and stuff like that, but they both mm-hmm. can get open. They both can get it done. Uh, next one I have on the list, Henry Ruggs third, <laughs> And Alabama, uh, to me, I see him more like a Tyreek Hill in a sense because he got wheels and, you know, straight line speed is there. He can, right. he can get loose. He can he got juice too. I was gonna say, you know, I mean, he 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 has like the leaping ability too. Maybe not like to the level of Tyreek joint because Tyreek vertical is crazy. But I definitely seen Rugs uh, go up there, go up there and get it with defenders draped on him, and uh, you know, bring it down. So I mean, I think definitely like you talk about with the ex- explosive, like they they run a lot of little screens and you know yeah. slants to him, and he take it. 30, 40, 50 yards, you know what I mean? No problem mm-hmm. in the blink of an eye. So like you said, in terms of like explosiveness, um, yeah, I mean, he top of the, he top of the food chain. I mean, he, he probably, he might be a slot. I mean, I, I don't know, you know, at the next level, but I mean, he, he's going to be a terror if he's in the right scheme and the quarterback. That's right. You already yeah. know. Yeah. yeah I mean, four, two, eight, no, four, two, eight. And, and it's not it's not like a 40 time 428 it's an right. actual on the field game speed yeah game tape when, you, when I watched him play like some of the way I remember there was a play I can't remember the game I was watching um, on the film but it was like the, he threw a, a, a the, he ran past a guy but then the quarterback still underthrew him 
Cause it wasn't it wasn't what's the name? This is after um Tua got hurt. Oh yeah, 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 okay. yeah, 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 yeah. And and the pass got underthrown, like he threw it late underthrown. So Russ comes back, catches the ball, but then like in two steps, had like, you know what I'm saying, like mad distance on this dude off break after he caught back up and then able just to burn him again. It's just his speed is so elite. He got that, Aaron. He got that Tesla acceleration, bro. No torque. <laughs> 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 he hits the button. He just take off. Like, it, it, I never... That acceleration, it may be some of the craziest... Like, he destroys angles. I don't care what angle you have. Yeah. It's gone. That's, right? what I, that's what I'm saying. Like, Tyree yeah. Hill, Tyree Hill hell, destroys yeah. angles. Tyreek you just... Yeah. You just, yeah. just, yeah. just, yeah. just get past you. Can right, you can have the right coverage and everything. It's just... No. They're just too fast. And so... Just my, too fast. I just don't want him to end up... Because at Alabama, they did do a lot of slants. Uh, you know, like, reverses. Um, stuff like that with him, like kind of some gadgetry stuff with him because they want to get him in open space so that he can create. Mm-hmm. But right. I don't want him to end up being like a, as a poser, being a Tyreek Hill. Cause that's how I said the same as that thing in my evaluation and not being like a Percy Harvin. You know what I'm trying to say? I don't right, want him to right, be a right. guy like that, you know, cause he has mm-hmm. all that ability and he can have him doing kick returns, pump returns. Yeah, and exactly. Just, just he got a gadget guy. Yeah, just doing a little bit of everything, but what? not doing anything really great. But you know what? But you know what typically happens is it's like uh, they they get those guys on the field and like you said, have them doing those different things because they're so elite at those right. things while they're trying to uh, mm-hmm. learn to play wide receiver on the NFL mm-hmm. level. Because even right. you you think about Tyreek Hill, you know he 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 came into his own over the last couple seasons to be a Pro Bowler. Mm-hmm. Like, but he had you know they still put him back there like you said on returns and stuff because he's that elite in terms of speed and the athlete. So, um, and, and but to 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 your point too, that's why I think that you know, like in the like in the slot though, especially in the right system, like he he he's gonna be a terror because um, they're not gonna just have him doing those things, and, you, and you're not gonna be able to do nothing with him. You know what I mean with moving them around and putting them putting them in there. So, um, yeah, I, it'll be interesting to see see where he he ends up. Yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, Next, see, in most drafts, after the top three, you like, dang, it's a serious drop-off. Not in this one. <laughs> T. Higgins. Yep, yep. T. Higgins. The Bama's just as good as the as the, as the rest. I mean, he, he, he can at least be in a conversation uh, with the rest of the guys. I think the rest of the guys that actually have just a, just a hair better um, qualities than T. Higgins. But T. Higgins is right there. To me, my comparison was A.J. Green for T. Higgins. Um, can definitely play the ball, at the, you know, in the air. Can get loose. Has decent speed. Um, it's still not slow. He's not slow. No, but it's okay speed. But it's solid speed. It, but it's, it's, it's solid speed. Yeah. You know, and he can definitely, he can get open. He definitely can get open. He's elusive. You know, got good, solid hands. Um, you know, just, just just like AJ Green. Like, you know, so. Unlike the rest of size, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Being six foot four. And, and that's the thing about him as well. I just feel like. At the next level, he's gonna because you know Clemson plays in a in a weaker in a weaker conference mm-hmm. than these other receivers. We just well even so C. Lamp is in a weak division too because the uh, defensive yeah, 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 yeah they don't play no defense in the Big in, Twelve in the, yeah Big yeah. Twelve there's no defense so it's it's really that's another reason why I kind of had 
my man first from Alabama because he plays in the SEC. So the level of competition for DBs for Jerry Judy is a lot harder than CD Lamb and T Higgins mm-hmm. in their mm-hmm. respective conferences. And right. and I look at him, he's gonna struggle against like at least right now, I think he's gonna struggle against press. He's just not quick mm-hmm. enough to me. He doesn't have enough like I always look at a receiver's release. He doesn't have any like release creativity like that to me mm-hmm. to get off to get off of press at the next level. But because he's so good at the 50-50 joints, he'll still make plays because right. he kills you in the red zone and he kills you when the ball goes up in the air. He's gonna come down and snatch it. You know what I'm saying? So he doesn't have to be open to be open. That that's right. how I like yeah. it. Uh, facts. Uh, next one on is Justin Jefferson, another yeah. cooker, another back gets, gets gets it done, and and and, and the stats show it too. Justin Jefferson is, is a, I think, very polished uh, route runner. Um, I definitely, yeah, route running is great. To me, I put him in a, my comparison was Keenan Allen. Um, Definitely can get open, you know, not the fastest, but effective. Knows how to, like, get you to turn around and, and get to the corner and get to the open spaces. It can make plays on the ball, you know? It definitely can make plays on the ball. And it has good, good, solid speed. I think every most of the people in this class is 4-4, four, four, maybe a maybe a two or three got four fives, but all the top upper echelons is all four, four or something. So. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, and I feel like Jefferson, he runs route like a veteran. Like yeah, his releases are not always, always, you know, they're not the, all the same. Like he'll may do the drag leg joint. Well, you know how you drag your leg a little bit, mm-hmm. like kind of put somebody to sleep and then you just, really quick, <laughs> that shake. Yeah. you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, he, uh, always, he does that. He'll mix it up with the way he gets his releases so it gets him really open especially in the red zone he's so mm-hmm. quick with that his releases that it gets him open to to be that red zone threat to be that guy that gets open a lot he's gonna be to me more you think you see him playing on the outside because i see him playing more inside you know i mean it, it, he well, could play I mean, both probably at, yeah i see him more as a slot guy and that's not a knock because a lot of teams now run through our receiver every yeah, play yeah, so yeah, not like, right yeah, now nah, he'll he'll definitely get some love. I, I think he might start out on the inside, but I think eventually he could play outside. The Batman can get open. What's his uh what's his uh measurables again? He's six one, two, two, one, six two. one. Yeah, two oh two. Two oh two, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right, here's here's uh one of my dark horses. Uh and to me, and before I get to talk, uh Lavisca La Chanel. Yeah, now, this Bama to me, I was looking at the tape and I was watching him play receiver. But to me, he's like Alvin Kamara more more so than he is like a receiver. The way that they used him, they did a lot of out of the backfield stuff, a lot of in and around, a lot of you know direct now. snaps. Yeah. yeah, and and to me, he just remind me of Alvin Kamara and how he like runs his 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 cutting ability, his speed. Bama got speed. So I, I mean, I know he's listed as a wide receiver, but to me, like if I'm if I'm looking to draft him, I'm looking to use him like the Saints use Alvin Kamara, because he's not he's not like weak, you know. He puts his head down. He he taking he going for the contact. He, he plays like he's a I don't say like a running back in a sense. 
Uh, but he got hands too. So he trying to score on every play too. That's that's the yeah. way he you can tell he treats it on film life. I catch the ball, I'm trying to go to the house. Yeah, I like for sure. Too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next guy on this list, I have this guy. To me, he got the good good combine numbers, but I just think he's not going to be that good. And this is the first one that I was like, uh, that people try to like hype, but I just don't. I I don't see it from the film. And that's Jalen Rigor. <laughs> and a special teams guy, man. Yeah, to me, he's like Tavon Austin. And people, you know, like Tavon Austin was a cooker in college. Like people think, like, oh, young, this man was gonna be nice. But at the end of the day, young, I mean, he had 43 receptions, 611 yards, five touchdowns. It just like <sighs> But yeah, he's being talked about with the top dudes. And I'm just like, uh, I don't see it. I don't see it. <laughs> He has the quickness and everything. He has, he has all the, the attributes, but I don't think he's put. He didn't put it together in college. That's mm-hmm. I felt. This, I felt the same way about him as well. Yeah. But day one special team returner off break. He's going to be that uh, guy. Yeah. Now, now we into the tier where these guys can all play, and one of them can like. If you just pick right. They could be a cooker too, like just like Jared Judy and T Higgins and those guys up at the top, top of the list. Uh, Brandon Ayer, this dude can play. He's solid, yeah. He uh, is not the fastest guy in the world, but but to me and D, like he always says that the, the uh, game speed. He's a game speed guy. Like when you see him in a game, he gets away from Bama's, even though his numbers don't show like he's the fastest person. Um, to me, my comparison for Brandon Ayak was uh, DJ Moore. So he, that, that's just what I saw out of him. It's Clay. Um, uh, next guy on the list, Gabriel Davis. Now, some people have been like comparing him to Odell Beckham Jr. because he has the like the the blonde hair like Odell Beckham. And he put up solid stats. I stats. I can't even lie. Seventy-two receptions, twelve hundred forty-one yards, twelve touchdowns. Those very productive. Dog, that was very productive. Mm-hmm. Very productive. And I think he will be a solid receiver, but I just don't know. Like it was just games where he just didn't didn't show up. Um, it like I mean he had vicious stats, and the, pro- the production is there. The potential is there. I just don't. Maybe it's the comparison that people put out there. Like I'm just, I don't see Odell Beckham in him. Outside the blonde hair, he doesn't. He doesn't scream Odell Beckham Jr. to me. Um, but he's solid and 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 definitely can help a team. Um, I, I he'll probably end up going in the second or third round. Um, I would believe. Uh. And then we got another guy, KJ Hamler. This Bama got wheels. Wheels. Um, big playability, but he's undersized. Um, and he's a, depending he on how you feel. He'd be a special teams guy, too. I mean, even at receiver, he might. I, well, I had Deshaun Jackson as a comparison. But he, um, he's like 5'9, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. 5'9, 178. Yeah. Special teams. Yeah. yeah that's 
<laughs> so he's not going he to he make it. That's okay. what I was about to say. Uh, uh, I, I hate on him, but I was going to look at his nah, nah, yeah. but I saw some of the yeah. film. I was Brandon like, Banks, though. That's what you call Brandon Banks. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, right, this next guy, though, I think he could be oh, something special. He said that very I think this dude could be Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool. Out of Notre Dame. Yeah. He's big. He dog. Produce his numbers. He he had vicious production. He uh is a big receiver. Um, to me, my 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 comparison was Mike Evans or Kenny Kenny Galladay. Um What's y'all tight end D? That's who we um Oh, our, our tight end is um uh, uh, Evan Ingram. Oh, Evan Ingram. Evan, Evan Ingram. Ingram. Yeah. So, but but none nice nonetheless. I think I, I I mean if you if you picking in the third round and you need a receiver and you trying to get one of these these guys that have a lot of potential, I think that's somebody I would I would go after. Um, Tyler Johnson, another uh, uh, speedster with, with with potential. Uh, to do stuff, I had my comparison was Terry McLaurin. Um, and, Who's Terry McLaurin? Tyler Tyler Johnson, Terry McLaurin from uh, the Skins, wide receiver, yeah, Skins guy. Uh, oh yeah, 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 McLaurin. I got you. Is it McLaurin? Yeah, McLaurin. Uh, it's McLaurin. Oh, okay. Yeah, McLaurin. Yeah, yeah. So he had, he has that potential, Tyler Johnson. I do. I, um, yeah, he has a lot of game, and I think that he would. He's gonna go under. I mean. When you look at that game when Minnesota beat Auburn last year when they upset them, and he was like one of the main reasons why that happened. And he was yeah. cooking Auburn. Yeah, he was cooking. Um, next guy, I got two more guys on here. Denzel Mims. 6'3", uh, six, six receptions, 1,000 yards, 12 touchdowns, 4-3-8 at the combine. Potential. Uh, my comparison is Chris Godwin, um, but that but Denzel Mims is, is a little. He's actually um, t- taller than Chris Godwin. So he's six foot three. He's a he's yeah. one of the taller guys. I mean, the, yeah. I like Denzel Sims too. My my biggest issue is he ran a four three eight. Right? Is that what he ran? Yeah. yeah. But I, I didn't see four three eight on the field to me. I don't know if y'all saw it either. If y'all watched his game film, I I, I saw it more like four four. Like a sub four four time or four five. Like, Yo, that's still fast though, D. I know, but when you want four three, <laughs> that's not why they're gonna reach on him. Teams gonna reach on him because of that four three. They gonna take him in the third. Yeah, right yeah you're right. And then you're right. You gonna lose your job if you take him too high. Like you take take him with a one or a two because he's six three and ran four three. Right. So you can't you play know, four five. Correct. You know. You know what I'm talking about. When you see a guy on film that runs a four three, that's a different type of gear. Yeah, Henry Ruggs, Henry Ruggs, and 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 him is not it's levels. He went to Arizona to train for the uh, combine for thirty days, and you know they can take like they can get your they get your time down. Yeah, they can get your time down. See, that's four five right now. If you go out there, 
Hey, look, oh, Florida, Arizona, or Florida, them the two places they that's everybody hilarious. train at. I can probably get the four eight right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, dog. Four Come eight. On, no, I hear you. No, I'm done, dog. I'm at five, <laughs> five, seven. No, that's I'm running with the line. I'm running with the line. I'm running with the old line. You doing a five seven? You got to do it for charity, dog. At that point, you got to do it for charity. You can't even like post that time. But when I look at Desmond Sims, though, I would say this seriously. He he has a lot of physicality. Like, he blocks well downfield. He does great against the back shoulder fade. He has great body control. Does good against the 50-50 passes. Debo. Has a humongous catch radius because the Batman got 34-inch long arms. You know what I'm saying? So, he has all the good makings and he's like one of those strong people that catch the ball that like yeah. It's like a strong catch. He ain't somebody he's not going to slap it out of his head. Yeah, he's like one of those type of players. But at the same time, like at, with again, you run a four three eight. I expect a, like eliteness with your feet, and I don't see that when he gets off the line. It just seems slow he's not, to me. He's not. He's not an elite route runner. He's he has no burst coming off the line at all. Like that. His, he's just. He's just. But but with some tutelage and some coaching, he could be a problem. The thing is, he's good. No, no. And I think I think he he got over on college talent that just you know he's just superior athletically at the so next he, level. And that's a problem in NFL. That's exactly it, Harold. <laughs> that's a problem in NFL. <laughs> if you just like you're so much better than everybody else, it's like playing with kids where you. Does that bring work ethic into question or like? But yeah, I mean, it could. It, 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 it could. It could. But it could, I mean, and that's something, you know, as a scout, you would have to figure out, you know, but I, I think that the potential is there. Like, you give me a, you give me some Batman with them, them tangibles, I'll be like, dog, I'll make him a good route. The Jets drafted one in the first round. Your, what was it? Hill? What was his name? 6'4", ran 4'2". Uh, Stephen oh. Hill? Is that what his name or something? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, Stephen, yeah, Hill. Stephen Hill. Yes, yes, yes. This, was, this wasn't that long ago, dog, but and you don't even remember the name because he out the league. Stephen, Stephen Hill? Stephen Hill? Nah, dog, he, he out the league. That man worked out Walmart. I'm going to pull up his measurables, dog. I'm going to pull up his He ain't 6'3", though. He's 6'3 or 4, dog, I'm telling you. Yeah, he was tall. I remember. Mm. And that's the thing. Like, I, I, I do believe that without question Denzel Mims has a high ceiling because of the mm-hmm. intangibles with the athleticism but my only knock is I didn't see it when I watched his tape like to to be the numbers in the combine he killed it he killed it at senior week at the um, oh, and he did well this season too he like, killed on, in the he, season he, too but when you watch some of the film against the better what a bum quarterback that's the other thing yeah that it's hard to evaluate why receivers were bum I'm not saying he's not good. I agree. I put him on my list and I watched his film. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I watched. He just want to be the only one on the island, so when he cook, he can come back. He's an idiot. Don't listen to. Sh- he's an idiot. All right, that's what we got to say right there. <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah, that's exactly it right there. A nail on the head yeah. right there, dog. That's exactly Because uh, the thing is, okay, Matt, another question that I have a knock against him is that in, other than the overall lack of quickness that he does not have and his, and his route mm-hmm. running needs work, I get all that. He does. He needs work on his, on his route releases. He doesn't have that either. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't get a lot of yak yards either. Like, he doesn't get a whole lot of that. He, he'll get you that pass. He'll catch it. But there isn't a lot of like shaking and baking, breaking that tackle. Nah, it ain't a lot of that. He doesn't have any of that. So that's the other thing. So that's not a knock again. That's just 
some of the things that I saw on film that were like, okay, those are cons. So you see him in the league, if he does those same things, you're like, yeah, I saw that when he was in college. Yeah, but that's that's why I say he's like a Chris Godwin. Because Chris Godwin, you know, had talent, but you were just kind of waiting for it to kind of manifest. And then, you know, this past season, he really, like, showed, like, oh, okay, I can be that guy, too. Right. Um, but it just wasn't – it was, It probably was there, but it just needed to kind of be – to get some tutelage and then kind of come to the forefront. Um, it's not going to be there day one, I don't believe. So, But I, um, I agree with you. He, yeah, he is a sleeper. Without question, that's um, not the right. Well, Ron, I'm gonna take it a minute. Yeah. I put on mine. I put between rounds four, two through, and four. Yeah, oh, yeah, two and four. Yeah, that's nothing. Um, Daryl Mooney, just a guy. Yeah, I didn't. To know. me, he's like Brandon Cooks. Brandon that's, Cooks. That's not just a guy. That's, I didn't. I mean, Brandon, Brandon Cooks. Cooks had, he got traded for Brandon two first round picks. Yeah, no. right. Oh yeah, he did get traded for two. <laughs> two so, so that, so that, that's what I'm saying. Like he could probably sneak, sneak around and and do some things that are great, depending on the system or the team he's on. But at the end of the day, like, but they, but they, they, they overpaid for Brandon Cooks. If they gave, if you gave a one away for Brandon Cooks, you overpay. Like, oh, get him, Jeff. What happened last time? <laughs> I, I, I miss what they have to say. So I, miss, I miss that last part. <laughs> you overpaid if you gave up a one to get Brandon Cooks. I mean, no, what? Like, Cooks, like, uh, the thing with him is, like, first of all, his health, that's a big thing. And then how, how the quarterback play is going to be. If he can stay healthy and he got good quarterback play, Cooks is usually going to be productive. I mean, he has been his whole career. Like, I mean, a first, a first young. I, I don't, I don't think that we all necessarily thought he should have went for a first. You know, but uh, he had been producing when they made that move for him. Yeah, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, he was productive. He was productive. He wasn't I mean, just, just, yeah. just think. Just think about it. You say what? Did they get yes. a chip that year? They did, right? Yeah, he got concussed. Yeah, he got concussed. Super Bowl. Nah, they might have lost that. That, that was the Philly joint, right? Lost. Oh yeah, that was the Philly joint. Yeah, because yeah. he because he got injured like what the first drive or something. First like quarter, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. He got his head and then, <laughs> out of the for the rest of the game, and then they yeah. got rid of that Bama. But like my thing is, think about at the end of the day, you gotta ask yourself what you what ultimately you want from a receiver, like. Naturally, you'd want everybody to be like the cream of the crop, the top, the top mm-hmm. dude. But when we look historically, like them dudes don't even really be winning the bowl like that. You you got you talk about Jerry right in terms of the all time greats. Like it's it's really like only Jerry Rice. Like when you talk and about top yeah, five, yeah, and To but To didn't To didn't win the bowl. He ain't win it yet. He didn't that's win it when saying. he was the same friend. He wasn't there. Nah. Damn. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, no, he was. He was. I thought he was. Nah, Jerry. T.O. Nah, he nah. wasn't there. Nah, they, they, didn't, they didn't. Nah, he wasn't there yet. He wasn't okay. like when he they. Was. He was he after played, that. He season not on. Not on the. Not on the. Not on the Super Bowl. That was ninety four. Yeah, that was ninety four when they spanked San Diego. Not on. He came after that. You know mm, what I'm saying? Okay. So he did play with Young, but it was after that Super Bowl. So oh, okay. like literally, so yeah, that's that's always the thing I feel like, and I spe- I, I think that as a GM, you always got to take that into account. Like, yeah, it, it definitely is great when these guys is up there 
you know, doing A, B numbers and stuff like that, but you ain't winning. So like Cooks, I believe, or a player of that caliber and that production gives you more than enough to be on a winning team. It's just what yeah. the rest is going to be around. Them, you know what yeah. I mean? And the defense yeah. and so on and so forth. Right. Mm. Um. Yeah, the last. I had, I had one more. Last time. guy. I got the yeah. last guy. Who was that? Michael. Yeah, P- Michael Pittman. Yeah, all the dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Pittman. Don't set us up. Michael Pittman. <laughs> who, I, who, I, who I put on here? Very, very productive. Probably the most productive out of all the all the wide receivers. Mm. With a hundred and one reception. 1,200 yards and 11 touchdowns. Yeah, he, That's a good season. He cooked. he cooked. But to me, my comparison was Jordy Nelson. Is The dude just knows how to get open, and he catches the football. Like, he doesn't have great route running skills. I saw him doing, like, little shuffles. I was like, you know, I don't, like, when you watch people, like, make a move to get open like he does shuffling but so does Jordy Nelson the Bama shuffles but he get he gets open dog. I don't know how it works that's a release that's all I'm talking about wide receiver release is so key it can't be the same release every single time so that shuffle or that pause <laughs> is what gets Bama's like thinking like always gonna go and then you then you explode to that direction that's 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 the whole point of a release and you yeah. change it up I don't like it either. I like a little dead leg John. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> it it's not like Chris. It's sharp. Like yee yee. Like those little <laughs> jab step jumps. It's like the little sluffle, slew foot. Like ha 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 ha. And it's it, 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 so that explains it a little bit. Yeah. He's not gonna have the quickest yeah. feet. Right. Yeah. True. 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 <laughs> yeah. But he's he he's solid though. He's solid. He's and, and another guy he's who I would say I would say he is beyond solid. But. You know, he's another dude. This draft, this draft has at least ten guys you could draft and feel good. Like if the Redskins get any one of these guys outside of Jalen Rigor and <laughs> And your other man, Brandon Banks, what's his name? Yeah. Uh uh KJ Hamler. Oh, yeah, Hamler. Yeah. Hamler. Yeah, Hamler and Rigor, anybody but them. And I'm I'm alright. I feel good about it. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say something about, about Pittman, which was frustrating to watch, is his quarterback play. Like to me, his quarterback is trash. And a lot of these, a lot of these wide receivers, like in the like we're talking about now, it's hard to really evaluate them when you got quarterbacks that are trash. They right. throw passes, throw throw inaccurate passes. Right. It's just it's hard to evaluate how good this missing reads when you have a guy wide open downfield. It's just. Stuff like that. It's like, how do you evaluate a guy's talent? So you kind of got to look at a wide receiver sometimes when he doesn't even get the pass. Just Man. getting off the line of scrimmage and getting open. open. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Because some of these receivers, I mean, these quarterbacks are so bad in so regards bad. to playing quarterback that you can't even say, like, ah, he's he's okay. No, he's that, pretty good. And, and to your point, D, the top yeah. four receivers in the draft. They could play on any team. Top three quarterbacks. Right. Yeah. There you and go. They, in college football. We talking about Tua, yeah. Burrow, and uh, mm-hmm. my guy in Clemson, um, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Oh, yeah. Oklahoma. Nah. So, yeah, yeah, that's a fact. That's right. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, Jaina hurts. It hurts. But, yeah, but look, yeah. young, like, and, and then to that point, that's just like when you when you talk about the the, the uh, ODBs of the world, like he didn't obviously have a, a Joe Burrow. Like, can imagine no. he had, you know what I mean? And um, and what's his what's his what's his uh, guy name Landry? And both yeah. of them was there. Imagine if they had 
a quarterback like a barrel. So that's something that you is always kind of like a wild card. Obviously, we we look at the players' abilities when we evaluate, but you know the system and the quarterback that uh, that they go play for is going to tell the whole tale and ultimately how their careers. Uh, end up being in the, in the grand scheme of things is you could still be solid, but if you play with them elite quarterbacks, then you on that next level of solid. Right. You know what I'm saying? That, that's a whole nother. That's like Gronkowski, yeah. and they had Aaron right. Hernandez on Florida. No, you know Aaron Hernandez, but they had two <laughs> top tight ends on the same roster, and you didn't really hear about them in college in Florida. You didn't hear about mm-hmm. them. Exactly. Because yeah. Grant went to what? Arizona State? Or he went to Arizona, Arizona I think Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then what's the name with the Florida? So you didn't really Florida, hear about yeah. them. You ain't it really was, hear they about were, them too. They were okay. And then when they got to a team with a quarterback, what happened? They took all. I mean, cool. they were getting 1,000 yards a, a season and double-digit touchdowns on the same roster, which is insane. Right. So it's the same thing with some of these guys. You we say second round, but that's not a knock on them because they can go to a team with a good quarterback, good, a good offensive coordinator, and cook. I'm like, right. where he come from? Bro, uh, he, he I'm been, he coordinator, been a And I get, I get a, listen, you get a, you get a speed like Henry Ruggs or right. T. Higgins or CeeDee Lamb, Judy Jefferson, even, Duh, even LaVisca. That's just like what we we talk about with Tyreek Hill, right? Obviously, he he played for what was it D was it D two you know whatever, yeah. and obviously he had all of the abilities and the athleticism and the vertical and everything else. But you put him with Mahomes, and it's like, damn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so like, yeah, you got all the fame. First, exactly that to to bring they overlooking out, assault cases and everything. Where you, <laughs> yeah, come on, man. That's what happens, though. When you cook, they overlook everything. No suspension or nothing, though. <laughs> nothing, though. That joke disappeared. Disappeared. Yo, lucky, for, lucky for them, too, though. That joint was in the offseason. They definitely would have had to think hard if it happened during the season with yeah. them and, and whatever, like what they would have done. But they they caught a break with it, everything happening yeah, and on, during the offseason. And it won, so people will justify that even if. You feel yeah. I me? Mean? Right, right. Andy Reid knew he called, he probably called right like young. I need this one. Yeah, I'll pay the last one. Come on, y'all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you already know. Out of all those wide receivers, they're not the top like four. Where you got Judy and you got mm-hmm. uh, City Lamb and Higgins and Jefferson and and Rugs. Outside okay. of them, who do you deem as? Like the best sleeper wide receiver, because everybody's talking about the other four. The best sleeper? Yeah, that we just talked. We went through all those guys. They're mainly sleepers. No one's really talking about them in the news. Those those guys are just kind of under the radar because the other top four are just being that great. <sighs> Out of Denzel Sims, Michael Pittman, Chase Claypool, Lavisca Sanot, um, and uh, Tyler Johnson. You can go ahead, y'all. I like Claypool is like that Ingram. Uh, what's his name again, D? Um, oh, Evan Ingram. Evan, Evan Ingram. Ingram kind of role. Not necessarily a wide receiver because I don't know that he plays at that 4-3 or 4-4 speed that he ran at the combine. No, but if they can find a way to like let him play like a tight end but split out, I think he can uh, I think he can cook right away. Oh, hey. Bama had 1,000 yards, 13 touchdowns. Yeah, he could. He was he top. And then he's quarterback. <laughs> Right. That's the other thing. His quarterback play was not good either. It was yeah. it was abysmal. So that's actually a good scenario that you just get. I didn't even think about him because Evan Ingram was not naturally a tight end. It was a 
uh, I think he was was he a tight end or was he? A Remember player? coming out, I was like, D, I don't see how it's going. he's too small to play t- tight end in the NFC East, but they use him kind of like an H back slash wide receiver slash tight end kind of sort of. Yeah. Instead of like forcing him into like a, a, a round, a square peg into a round hole. So right. I think in that mold, like I think he could work. And I think Chase, I, I think Evan Ingram is more athletic, like in terms of speed is faster than Chase, but Chase is more physically gifted than what Evan was and that he is currently. I think right. Chase and is a little bigger. Right. So I think you, I mean, that's a great way to like bring him on the team. You already got your wide receivers, but then you plug them in at tight end and you know tight ends now are not really blocking like you're saying they could be used mm-hmm. as wide receivers yeah, it's just catch the I ball. actually think he would be a perfect mm-hmm. fit with the Redskins as a way yeah to I, I would be size tight end and as long as you don't get him too high if you can get him in the third or fourth I think he would be perfect yeah nah I'm with you balls, but. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm with you I'm with you uh yeah nah I agree I like Chase Claypool the best out of that out of that group uh, I think, like, as far as when you talk, like, upside, you talk about ability, potential. I think he he he's the the top of that that uh, that next tier after like, you know Jefferson and yeah, and all the other guys. Yeah, I understand what yeah. you're saying. Because other thing too, Chase played special teams, and you know, there's some coaches that love their players to be on special teams. And I think coming into the league as a wide receiver, he's not going to be obviously the first or second. And so that would be another kind of attribute that's going to add. Cause he was a very good special teams player at, um, at, uh, at Notre Dame. So I like Michael Pittman, man. I don't know why. I There's do something, too. Something no, he was productive and he can catch the football. 101 receptions in college. Like that's yeah. impressive. With a sorry quarterback, that's impressive. That right. means you can come to the next level and we can throw the ball at you and, it, and throw up you're going to catch yeah. it. You're going to catch it. You're going to catch it. And he's like, not fast. He's not fast. You just, yeah, you're going to have to scheme it up. Yeah, he got that build-up speed, though. That can just run past you. Like, once he gets get on his horse, you know what I'm trying to say? He got yeah, a type of Michael Thomas kind of sort of like. Yeah, yeah. Fast, yeah, Michael mm-hmm. Thomas is not fast. Yeah, my, yeah no. But, 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 you know, he got, yeah, he got the hands and he can run routes. And, like, right. so, and, and, like, as we mentioned, running routes allows you the ability to separate and get, and get uh, space. So, and if you can catch, then, you know. So, yeah. I think that shows you, and it's not like he's the first, but, you know, it's not all about speed. We know it's sexy to look at a, a fast receiver burn up the field, but you know, you don't have to be fast to be an effective or great wide receiver. Yeah, the top wide receivers of all time, none of them ran four threes. You know what I'm saying? Except so, Moss. Except Moss. Well, Moss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one. He's the only exception. <laughs> yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Randy, he the only, he the only one. one. Randy, Randy yeah, anomaly, dog. He outlier. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of him, though, most of these guys ain't run. They ain't run super fast, but nah, they nah, had nah. game speed where they can get away from guys and, and make plays. Yeah. So that's our crop, the 2020 crop. Hopefully, we'll actually get to see them play and see if we right or wrong. But who knows, man? Who knows? Uh, I know. Uh, he follow that. us. He said 2021. Oh man. Follow us at OSS980 at Other Side of Sports. Shout out to Sports Talk Tasha. Shout out to Lance J Radio, Free Angel Radio. Shout out to Where's Buffy, Kicking It with G Man, Sports Reality. 
um, everybody who rocks with us. And we out. You can check out our podcast each and every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. Just search Other Side of Sports. Or you can follow us on Instagram at OSS980. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about it. Let me speak. How does that do feel? Not. How does that do feel? Do 